We're doing a show live from Calgary. I was going to say, if you want to make a little road trip, we're going to be live in Northeast Calgary. Well, I guess had you told me like about two or three days ago, I could have canceled this and moved it over. How about that? We got the best Western premiere in. The premiere hotel in Calgary is where we're going to be doing the show from. I'd love to go to MRU. They tell me that I, my name's on the wall there. Really? Yes. Photo? No. What I wrote on the bathroom. When I- <laughs> this is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the Rod Peterson Show. Live on location again. You're never going to guess where we are. We are Luke and I I are are in Calgary, Alberta, Canada with our first big boy show. Uh, He's right beside me. I know he looks like a shepherd box over here. But we're live from the Best Western Premier Freeport in Calgary Airport. And we're going to be here for... Three days, maybe four, talking sports, talking Calgary Stampeders, talking Calgary Flames. We're going to have a bevy of Calgary sports personalities parading through here. The best Western premier, Freeport Inn. Uh, coming up today, Danny Austin from the Calgary Sun, the Stampeders and Flames beat writer. You heard that right. Right, Danny? <laughs> Danny Austin's here. He's going to be joining us right on the set. We've moved the bunker here to the best Western premier, Freeport Inn. And uh, coming up in uh, hour two today, Jim Lang, our NFL insider, Canada's foremost NFL insider, will be joining us from Toronto to talk about week one in the National Football League. And we got quite a few surprises up our sleeve, but I got to thank you, Moose, for setting this all up, the technical work. We've done enough of these live shows now. You correct me if I miss some, but Montreal, Winnipeg, Saskatoon, the Premier's Golf Tournament. Where else? Yeah. Those are the big ones. Those are the big ones. And uh, you now have me so at ease. I wasn't even worried today at all. That's good. And this is taking me back to like my very first days in television. And Dave Roberts is from Calgary, my first producer. Um, he's going to see this. And I'm getting squirrely eyes again. That was always my thing. Camera's here, but I get distracted behind. Yes. Well, you're right over here. And so it's hard not to look at you like I normally do. Yeah. But it's going to look weird to the people at home. So I got to make sure I'm looking at the camera, which is going to be hard for me to focus today. That's, you're fine. I'm just tweeting the links. I'm comfortable enough now that I can do what I normally do. And I'm not ignoring you, everybody, but we are live from Calgary. And we, when I say we got tricks up our sleeve, yes, with guests, but they're taking us to a rodeo. If you can, not, not like I don't know oh, that, but right. I said, we got all about, but I said, I got to get the lambleys and get some Western wear. And folks said, well, you must have some. You're a farm kid. I didn't bring it. Do you know there's a rodeo in town, Danny? There's, there's a rodeo like every night in Calgary, I think, or at least every weekend. I get that sense. So anyways, Jim Lang, an hour two. Danny Austin, an hour one coming up. I'm going to get moving on here. But special guests for late in the week, which speaking of, can you hit director Jordan the uh, or producer Clark, the quick six show topic? There are a lot of things to talk about today in the world of sports. And I'm going to start with, Calgary sports, okay, because a lot of people have asked if Bo Levi Mitchell would be making his way onto the show since we're in Calgary. And um, I'm not going to say he won't, but the people with the Calgary situation close to Bo, he's got a broken leg, okay? The team is one and four. He's not exactly hopping around. Sorry, I'll stop looking at you, Darren. He's right <laughs> no, here. you can. It's but I, I just think from a, from a mood perspective, there might have been better times to come to Calgary because the Stampeders are one and four. That's a CFL worst record, and the Calgary Flames missed the playoffs last year. So that's why I got to put Danny on the spot here. He covers them both, and he's going to tell us what we need to know, Moose, and maybe don't know 
about Calgary's top two sports teams. And that reminds me, 10 a.m. Mountain, I was informed that the Calgary Roughs are making an announcement too. So the second that comes in, the local National Lacrosse League franchise has an announcement too. But interesting times, not necessarily great times in the Calgary sports scene. Yeah, we were listening to, to sports radio this morning coming in and Rhett Warner and was Ryan Pinder and Boomer right? yep. on, the, on the, uh, the morning show. And no, it's not. It's not great times. And, you know, trying to figure out where the flames are going to, you know, end up. And this is new for Calgary Stampeder fans, too, because they're not used to going through this. It's been so long since they've been in this position. So but everybody just expects that they're going to figure it out and they're going to be a team that's going to be there near the end anyways. There's. The Stampeders aren't missing the playoffs, right? I don't know, man. It's, uh, again, shortened season, and it's getting real late to say that it's early, Darren. This yeah. is the last game of the opening third of the season coming up this week. So that's point one of our Quick 6 show topics is Calgary sports. Danny is going to tell us what we need to know coming up in the next segment from the Calgary Sun. Uh, second point, uh, CFL Week six, it's our poll question today. Which is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League for Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center? And this is not a big surprise. Running away with it on Twitter and Facebook is the Banjo Bowl, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Like, I mean, running away with it. And that doesn't surprise me. Um, obviously, we got a lot of viewers are in Winnipeg. Our ratings and analytics show us that. So there's a lot of bomber viewers that are voting on that poll. Obviously, Ryder fans. Danny asked us before we went to air, what was the mood like in Mosaic Stadium or, or, or after the bench or the Labor Day Classic with the Riders losing? And a lot of angst, a lot of angst. <laughs> Moose people very angry. He said here, actually, I'm not going to steal his thunder. I'll let Danny talk about how the Stampeder fans took losing at home in the Labor Day Classic. But Saskatchewan didn't take it very well. And actually, here are your options before the poll. You're going to have about 20 hours to vote on it. It is Friday. Hamilton at Toronto. Week 6 opens with the back end of the home and homer there. Ticats going into Toronto hoping to sweep it. And then Saturday, football day in Canada. I'll coin the phrase. Begins with a banjo bowl. Saskatchewan at Winnipeg. Calgary at Edmonton. And then Ottawa at BC. A triple header in the Canadian Football League. I roll over into point three. And that is our newest official betting partner, who's also the exclusive betting partner of the Canadian Football League, posted their odds, Moose. And as you know, they have their own in-house odds makers. It's one thing we learned about Bet Regal. Did you notice? That's right. They don't use the software package that most betting companies use. They all use the same odds. Bet Regal does not. They have their own. So these are their odds for this weekend's game from Bet Regal, our official betting partner. The Tiger Cats are favored by 3.5 going into BMO Field in Toronto on Friday night. Tiger Cats favored by three and a half on the road. The Banjo Bowl, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Guess what do you think is the line on the Bombers and the oh, Rough Riders? Boy, I didn't look at this one. Um, well, no, I did. It was two and a half yesterday. It still is. You okay. cheated. Okay. No, I looked at it on the show. Uh, right, you did. It That's hasn't right. changed. Okay. Calgary at Edmonton, the middle game of the triple header. One betting site had it as a pick'em, which is even. But Bet Regal does not. What do you think their line is on the Elks and the Stampeders on Saturday? <sighs> they got to have the Stamps favored. Really? Elks by one. Okay, well, it's tight. And then the late game, the third of the triple header, if you can hang in there for nine hours of football, and I know that I will, is the BC Lions home to the Ottawa Red Blacks. Want to take a kick at that one? Um, Lions by six and a half. Come on. 
Am I right? 6.5. See? Yeah, yeah pretty so good at that. But you. Danny's got to tell me when the last time was that Calgary hasn't been favored in a football game. <laughs> right? <laughs> he can look that In right. any it's game. It's going to take him a while. Well, it'd have to go back to Anthony Calvi. a battle of Alberta, absolutely. It would have to go back to Anthony Calvi. No, in any game in the league, it would have to date back to Anthony Calvi. He started covering the team in 2016, Danny said. They've been so. favored in every game. Oh. We'll have to get uh, Steve Daniel on that, the CFL's official statistician. When's the last time the Stamps weren't favored going in? Really good. To point. any Those, game. To any game, yeah. Why would you say Anthony Calvi? What's it got to do with Anthony Calvi? That's a lot, probably the last time a team would have been favored over Calgary. Oh, I see. The last gotcha. time he played. Okay. So, uh, by the way, if you just tune in on Game Plus Television or streaming on YouTube or Facebook, you notice we're not in our normal environs. We're broadcasting from the Best Western Premier Freeport in Calgary Airport. It's the epitome of style, service, and value at Calgary's International Airport. The first upscale premier designation for Best Western in Canada. And with almost 2,000 positive reviews on TripAdvisor, this hotel brings its A game always. For more information and best rates, visit bestwesterncalgary.com. I can see why we're here now, Moose. I don't even feel like I could afford to drive around this area, <laughs> let alone have us do our TV show. How nice are they to us? They're, they're incredible. And we may, we got three shows, three days yes. of shows here. We may be in three different locations just to show up. All around the hotel. Yeah, the hotel. exactly. They so want us in the lobby by the fireplace, want <laughs> us upstairs. That's the thing. Manager Kim this morning, she's like, well, you guys could have gone into the lobby. And Darren's like, well, we didn't want to disturb your people. She's like, no, we want you guys out there. So today we're in the conference room, but uh, you could see us in the lobby or maybe on the top floor as time goes on. Who knows? I'm we just wanted to get through today's show. And actually, it's flying here, as always, in the warm-up brought to you by Equal Electric. Moving on to point four of our quick six show topics, and that is the Ottawa Senators extend general manager Pierre Dorian. He says he wants to finish what he started with the Ottawa Senators. After all, he's the man who brought in most of the players on the current roster, whether as GM, director of player development, or the team's head scout. Dorian signed a multi-year deal Tuesday, which will see him continue as general manager of the Senators through 2025. He's an Ottawa product, Darren. Initially joined the Sens way back in 2007 as chief amateur scout, also served as director of player development and assistant GM. He was named general manager in 2016. The team has often struggled, though, during his tenure, finishing last season at 23, 28, and 5, second last in the Canadian division. Over the years, Dorian has torn down and rebuilt the roster using a coveted collection of high draft picks. And this is what he said upon signing the new deal yesterday. This is going to be the fun, this is going to be the fun part. The rebuild's done. Now we're stepping into another zone, I would call it. And the owner, Eugene Milnick, the embattled owner of the Ottawa Senators, said in a statement. Dorian has worked tirelessly towards building an organization that can compete with the National Hockey League's best. Now, you mentioned we were listening to Fan 960 Calgary this morning, and we were. They were chortling and scoffing at the Sens for signing Pierre Dorian to an extension. And listen, I get it. They've been, for the last few years, one of the worst teams in the National Hockey League. However, this is my take. They've made the coaching change. DJ's running the show there. Can you honestly say the Senators aren't getting better he's right when he says that the rebuild's done now's the time made some good signings like uh, matt murray and goal for instance and the guys listen those guys on fan 960 are our friends but they said when you're picking in the top five every year it's hard to screw that up <clears throat> no no <laughs> it is not hard to screw that up and the ottawa senators have not screwed that up they've got a tremendous nucleus of talent 
Brady Kachuk. We just had Sean Simpson on here yesterday or two days ago from TSN Ottawa saying that Brady Kachuk's going to be the face of that franchise for years and years and years. They're on the verge of signing him to an eight by eight deal, it sounds like. My final analysis on the Pierre Dorian extension is if you haven't fired him yet, you can't fire him now. You got to at least let him ride through with what he's built here. As I said, made a coaching change, tremendous stable of young talent. You can't let him go now. You got to extend. Well, the young core now, right? It's Tim Stutzla, Brady Kachuk, Drake Batherson, Thomas Shabbat. They got the young core now. And Joey Decord left. He was, I think, the future in goal. They left him exposed. But Matt Murray can play. We've pro- he's proven it. He can be a Stanley Cup goaltender. Now, is he still at that level? Does is he, you know, was he surrounded by a good team in Pittsburgh? Yes. But those young players need to take the next step. And Pierre Dorian, you know, partly responsible for bringing that young core into this group. Now they have to play. And if it pays off, Pierre Dorian will be there for a long time. So you're right. You you have to re-sign him, let him see it through. If this group in the next two to three seasons doesn't prove that it's the right group, then you bring somebody else in to blow it up and and start to uh, find the next group. It's kind of what they're going through here in Calgary, right? Deciding whether this core is the group to get them to the next level or not. And if it's not, then you got to kind of go back to square one. Folks, this is the warm-up in hour one of the Rod Peterson Show on Game Plus Television. It's brought to you by E-Cold Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center, E-Cold Electric. Let's get to work. Uh, Moving on to point five of the quick six show topics. I mean, come on with the Toronto Blue Jays. They've won six games in a (laughs) row. Last night, Marcus Semien hit his 38th home run. And Alejandro Kirk added two long balls of his own as Toronto beat the Yankees 5-1 in the Bronx. Yankees ace Garrett Cole exited his start with two outs in the fourth inning because of left hamstring tightness. Somebody tell me, maybe even Sean, who is probably flying the ship at Game Plus right now in downtown Toronto. When Alejandro Kirk, the Mexican catcher of the Toronto Blue Jays, comes to the plate, do they play Alejandro by Lady Gaga over the sound system at Rogers Center? What do you think? Do you remember that song? Yeah. Alejandro, they have to. But who's the... (laughs) Yeah. You know that song? Oh, I love it too. <laughs> That's That would be my walk-up song yeah. if I was Alejandro Kirk. Probably. Let's yeah. make it happen, Mark Shapiro. Somebody tell me, like, I got to look and see how many games are left. Because it's still mathematically possible for them to get to 100 wins if they win uh, out. Good. Uh, who? Yeah, well, that was our bet. For those that was the know. bet a long time ago. Can they make 100 wins? But and... now they're looking like they might get a sneak into the wild card. Two you know? games off the pace. And here's the thing. A, who expected the Blue Jays to catch fire to this degree, obviously. And two... Who expected the Yankees and the Red Sox to stumble to the degree that they are? I guess there was the COVID situation. I shouldn't laugh. You're saying the Red Sox got struck by the COVID situation. And I guess that's why as a team, you cannot give up. You cannot listen to idiots like us. But I can tell you this. If the Blue Jays now miss by just a sliver over the next couple of weeks, and I know I've mentioned this before, I would be furious as an ardent Blue Jays fan, because I've got buddies that if they're not watching every game live, they're PVRing the games and they're watching later in the day. Guys that live in the sweatpants capital, Darren, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not that guy. I'm that guy with the Golden Knights. I'm that guy with the Dallas Cowboys. I'm that guy with the Regina Pats. Not the Blue Jays. So if they pee this away, man, I would be upset. Because what they're clearly showing is they were that good and they had their heads up their posteriors. 
far too often this summer. Well, they went through that stretch where they were supposed to make ground, the slump buster stretch against two of the worst teams in the majors. And what did they win? Four or six? And what, three of the four wins were only by a run. And now they're getting into a bit of the teeth of the schedule. And this is where they're picking up steam where we didn't expect them to. They're destroying teams. You know, so yeah, it shows that they're capable. But all it's going to do is make you go back to all the missed opportunities, right? All the mistakes, the, the, the mental errors that led to, to losses, the bullpen mistakes that, you know, so many one-run losses in games that they were winning, blown leads. But you know what? We don't have to worry about that until they miss, if they miss. Right now, all signs are pointing to them kind of getting into a wild card spot and surprising teams. And if they do, the Jays aren't a team I'd want to meet in the playoffs. We're coming up on the last point here, the quick six before we break and bring in Danny Austin from the Calgary Sun. But I want to remind you, folks, the first hour of the Rod Peterson Show is presented by World Rugby Sevens, the ultimate all-day party taking place in Edmonton, September 25th and 26th. Two eight-hour days featuring teams from across the globe and action-packed Rugby Sevens matchups. The party continues in the stands with incredible costumes and unforgettable memories. Trust us, you've never seen a party like this. Purchase your tickets today at CanadaSevens.com. And we thank Explore Edmonton for coming on board with us. Last point, I'll give it to you. Tennis, this country starting to go nuts with all the kids. They're what, into this, the semifinals Semis. now at the U.S. Open? I'll give you one minute, Moose. Tell the viewers what they need to know if they haven't jumped on the bandwagon yet. Okay, on the clock. We had three Canadians in the quarters, and I don't believe there was a single American in the quarters. <clears throat> the Canadians are really rolling, and now two into the semifinals. Leila Andy, uh, Annie Fernandez, she's in. What a great win, and she's knocked off a couple of top seeds, including Naomi Osaka. Um, she is rolling, and she's got some swagger too. So watch her in the semis. And uh, Felix Ojeali-Asim, he's looking really, really good. He's into the semis as well. So uh, we got two really good shots to, uh, to take home a Grand Slam here. Folks, this is hour one of the Rod Peterson Show, and this has been the warm-up brought to you by Ecold Electric. Danny Austin from the Calgary Sun joins us live here next at the Best Western Premier Inn in Calgary. You are watching on Game Plus Television, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.